Welcome to Wisdom Inspired, a podcast designed to help high achievers to eliminate burnout and overwhelm. Now let's prepare to open our hearts, our minds, and our notebooks to receive today's wisdom. Lesson from the Tent Maker. Lessons from the Tent Maker. So as you've already probably guessed by now, we're talking we're going to be talking about the Apostle Paul because he was a tent maker by trade. And he relied on that trade to support himself in Corinth on his second uh, missionary journey. Now, it was a standard practice for Jewish rabbis to have, to, to have learned a trade. So Rabbi Hillel, the grandfather of Gamal, I'm sorry, Gamaliel, <laughs> he was a carpenter, okay? Jesus was a carpenter. And Paul's trade was that of tent making. And so the Apostle Paul wrote much of the New Testament, including the letters of Galatians, Ephesians, and Philippians. And although these books are, they're relatively short, they definitely contain a wealth of wisdom for life and business. Now, his tent-making business could have been a business his family was involved in. We're not sure. However, it is possible that Paul learned and began practicing tent making during his school years. That's possible. Or maybe tent making during his missionary or the time between his road to Damascus conversion and the beginning of his ministry. Um, The Bible doesn't really say where he learned his trade of tent making. And that's not so much important to the story. But here's what we do know. We do know that as a young man, Paul studied under the tutelage of Rabbi Gamaliel in Tarsus, who provided him with an expert knowledge of the Hebrew scriptures. If you go look at Acts 22 and 3, those educational credentials allow Paul to preach in the synagogues wherever he traveled. We also know that Tarsus, where Paul was from, was in the province of Cilicia, famous for raising goats and producing goats' hair cloth that was used for tent making. In fact, the cloth was named Cilicium after the province of its origin. So with that backdrop for today's topic, we're going to just kind of talk about at least four lessons that I want to cover. We're not going to be long today, but I want to cover these four lessons from the tent maker. All right? So lesson number one, his business was a channel of provision. Paul turned to his training as a tent maker in certain situations for a couple of reasons. Number one, so as not to be burdened to a burden to the churches he was nurturing, and number two, to avoid accusations that he was preaching for profit gain. In fact, he told the elders in Ephesus where he had spent his where he spent his two years in Acts twenty, thirty three and thirty four, he said, I have not coveted anyone's silver or gold or clothing. You yourselves know These hands of mine 
have supplied my own needs and the needs of my companions. So in addition to providing for his own financial needs, Paul used his tent-making business to provide a means for his team members to generate income as well. He was demonstrating that working hard in his business enabled him to financially support himself, his ministry, his team, his ministry team, and the poor. And the New Testament specifically records that Paul worked in Galatia, Corinth, Thessalonica, Thessalonica, and Ephesus, and he used his skills of making tents to carry him into some very difficult mission fields and to areas such as Corinth that was dominated by commerce. So that was lesson number one. It was a channel of provision. Number two, an example of diligence. So for Paul, making tents was not just about paying expenses, but also to set an, set an example of diligence. Paul learned how to work with his hands, 1 Corinthians 4 and, 2, uh, 4 and 12, part A says, we work hard with our own hands. In Corinth, Paul would preach to the Jews on the Sabbath in the synagogue, and during the week, he worked as a tent maker, tent maker and his trade gave him day-to-day contact with merchants and travelers. His business allowed him to travel with a few leatherworking goods and set up shop anywhere if he wanted to, which I would call this a lifestyle business owner, right? And so lesson number two was it was an example of diligence. Lesson number three, building strategic relationships. So author E. Randolph Richards points out that as a traveler, Paul did not carry the supplies necessary to conduct a significant business as a tent maker. In the ancient Greco-Roman world, it took, it took considerable time to establish the necessary relationships in order to gain the necessary permissions to conduct business in a particular city. And so when Paul entered Corinth on one of his missionary trips, he joined Aquila and his wife, Priscilla, the scripture says, because he was of the same trade. And he stayed with them and they were working for and they were working for by trade they were tent makers. That's Acts eighteen and three. Luke tells us that his that this couple served as teachers for Apollos, which was one of the most prominent preachers in the early church. So he worked on building strategic relationships. So lesson number four, collaboration for greater impact. Paul was able on occasion to enter into business but only in situations such as Corinth where he was actually assisting in establishing business with an established shop with regular suppliers, owners, with memberships in the appropriate trade guilds and a regular clientele. Now, this um, Paul was focused, always focused on preaching the gospel, right? But he 
collaborated and established relationships with others. And it's highly possible that tent making was not the the biggest part of, of, of what Paul did, right? Because, again, he was focused on preaching the gospel of Christ, okay? But him and his co-laborers, Priscilla and Aquila, they made tents while pursuing the primary goal of spreading the gospel. So because of their relationship and their collaborating efforts, they were able to have a greater impact. God used their shared profit-making business interests to connect Paul with this couple for greater ministry impact. And so these are really four powerful lessons that we can learn from Paul, the tent maker, and those are the lessons that I walked away with, that your, cha- your business can be a channel of provision for you, your family, your, your ministry, uh, and help the poor, uh, and your business should, so your business should be a channel of provision, as well as an example of diligence. Paul was very diligent in his efforts, and he built strategic relationships and collaborated with others for a bigger impact. There's no competition in the kingdom of God, okay? So these are four lessons that I walked away with when I examined Paul, the tent maker. So I hope you've been encouraged today. I hope that today's wisdom has inspired you. That is always our prayer. And as always, make sure you go to wisdominspired.net to find the links to the platforms where you can listen to the previous episodes, subscribe, and leave us a review. And lastly, if you'd like to know more about our co-working and collaborating community and how you can benefit from the resources and transformational coaching, send us an email to hello at aaccoworking.com. With that said, meet us back on the line. Next time, same time, same place, same station with more Wisdom Inspired. Have a wildly productive day. I hope you enjoyed the episode of Wisdom Inspired that was brought to you by the AAC Coworking Community, a virtual community designed to support female entrepreneurs, business owners, and freelance professionals. For more, go to wisdominspired.net.